N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk yep. Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Woo. Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk uh. Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 264 of the NYYST podcast presented by NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You! And it's SGR. What up? What up, fellas? Listen, before we do any bullshit, we, Uh we haven't said this enough in the last few weeks. Please, if you're watching us right now or if you're listening and you're a new listener, new follower on YouTube, please head over to Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen to podcasts. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. Okay? We need them. I think Apple Podcasts made it a little more difficult to find where to leave a review. So reviews on all shows have been down, like the amount of them. We need to get them back up. It's suppression. Is it? Are we it's shadow banned? No, we might be. Wow. Did you say the V word on the show last week? I might have. I think I said vac. Oh, boy. So how you feeling, bro? You're fucked up. You're all fucked up. Christian's yeah, not going to be with us all show. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I'm dealing with uh, my third sinus infection since Christmas. So this is, uh, it's not fun. Uh, I, I feel a little bit better today. Uh, we were recording the show yesterday. We are not a popped on and all but i got streaks to continue here and i also wanted to uh, uh hold on well, I, you know you texted this and i didn't want to i didn't want to be an asshole before no okay because you're like i gotta keep my cal ripkin jr you've missed shows like you ha- you've missed yeah shows. we've definitely done shows do you think that you, i was the only one for the longest time that didn't miss a show until i went on vacation then, a couple years ago and then and then you missed like 10 of them you well, once you miss one, them. once you miss one, that's it. Once you miss one, you can miss you can yeah. miss a hundred. I'm pretty sure. sure that I've missed one show in the entire 264 episode history of this podcast. I think okay. you, I think you're right. I think it's been one or possibly two. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's one, and it's because you and I was even trying to get on the show, but you were like, "No, uh, I told you to enjoy your time with your wife." And I didn't want to. I wanted to do the show instead. Right. Okay. Because those priority. are my pri- top priority, bro. This was in but, your uh, fucking vows when you got married. Yankees. Doing this? No, Yankees in general. Anything Yankees and then my wife. And then if I have kids, then the kids go, go before the wife. So it's Yankees kid's wife. Yankees kid's wife. Mm. But, um, yeah, plus I also wanted to... Uh, just say thank you. I wanted to say this personally. Say thank you to all, all the new fans, all the new followers, all the new listeners. When we debuted on NYY News TV last week, we got. And to be honest with you, I didn't think the show. Well, look, this is what's weird about doing this show. Is sometimes I'll sit there recording, and we'll be sitting there recording, and I'm like, I don't think that was that really good of a show. Like I just wasn't feeling it when we were recording. And then I'll sit there and I'll listen to it, and I'll be like. Oh, show is show is actually pretty good, and that's how I felt last week. And the feedback, and the feedback we got, you know, was very, 
you know, was very, uh, I can't think of the word right now. I'm all hopped up on shit. Apropos. apropos. Yeah, it was very, uh, there you Next go. question. Your, your French. I don't think apropos your, is the word. But listen. Nah, I don't your, think that was right. I wasn't even really listening. You want to know what it is about us? Because all the new, anyone watching us who, who doesn't, who hasn't watched or listened to the show from the beginning. Look, we're not just Yankees. Like, we don't really, we don't go into deep conversations about much else than the Yankees. But, like. We've always said this is like we're gonna fucking we're gonna bullshit too. So if you don't like a show that bullshits and stuff, like we're always gonna do that. We're always gonna open shows with a little fluff unless there's a crazy amount of things to get to. Yeah. But with and us, we don't have a lot of like rich content to talk about right now. So it felt sometimes it feels like too much fluff. But I think we mixed it in pretty good, given the fact that we just really don't have much to, to go off of right now. Dude, well, they're in a lockout right now. we got to find th- things to talk about outside of baseball. There is no baseball right now. Well, I'm going to leave the show up to you guys this week. But, there, you know, as we okay. uh, okay. before we came on here, the Yankees have announced uh, or the reports are that they are going to hire the first female manager in the organization's history. Rachel Balkovic is going to take over as the Tampa Tarpons manager. I'm sure you guys will have... Oh yeah, <laughs> Dude, what the fuck did you used to say? Tarpy two, Tarpy two, it's Tarpy two, Stephen Tarpley two, Jonathan, Jonathan Tarpley. Oh, Jonathan? <laughs> no, no, it's Steve. I used to call him Jonathan. Oh yeah, no, Jonathan yeah, back. one of us did. Tarpy two twos took off. But, uh, um, I'm sure you guys will touch on that. I'm sure you guys will touch on how embarrassed the Yankees are that's that stone cold uh, Steve Cohen, as the Daily News called him, stole Eric Chavez away from the Yankees. Oh, so scared. What'd you call him Chavez? You're so white, dude. I'm white, dude. Chavez. I'm a white, I'm a white half Italian from New Jersey. It's okay? fucking Chavez. In my house, we it. say Chavez. Okay, you go Chavez. You disrespect Chavez, you go to jail. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Th- those are like the two things we're going to fucking talk about today, seriously. Uh, we were going to do trivia this week, uh, but because I wasn't feeling well, I never got around to, t- to do it. And he, and he because... didn't have enough time to collude with Ryan, SGR, to yo, yo, uh, tell him all the yeah. answers so that I would lose. Yeah, first of all. Because we all know this... that fucking happens. First of all, yeah, you jerk happens. off. You know this book is available for on Amazon for ten dollars, asshole. So you could fucking get all the answers yourself. Already did. Okay? Yeah, I know you did. So what I was gonna say is, you know, during the course of this week, I'll put together the test, but maybe you two could figure out what you're gonna bet on. Maybe do a little double or nothing since you know, you welched on your last bet. I didn't welch. No one run. fucking dyed my hair. So do it. You know, come up with something, double or nothing, okay. or you know. Next show, shave half your fucking hair and make a new bet. Okay. You know? Deal. So what do you, you know, I'll figure it out. You know, you guys discuss it. You let me know how you want. You want to do 20 questions. You want to do a point system, whatever you want to do. And we'll do that next week. Because again, I seriously doubt we'll have anything really, you know, exciting to talk about as we sit down and do a show next week. You know? Yeah. Oh, shout. And before. And before I get out of here, uh, we got to mention that, you know, another thing that came out right before uh, we came on record is Bob Saget died. Fucking dead, dude. Yeah. What the Yo, fuck? I mean, I mean, we got to mention that. I mean, America's dad, yeah. Bob Saget. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> uh, it, it was a good TV show. I did like uh, Step by Step a little bit more. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
though, for for any new uh, viewers and listeners, that's a reference to Mike Frances's tweets. Every time someone dies, he's always got a he's always got a backhand like a yeah, backhand compliment. Very and, insensitive. And then the rest in peace tweets. Yeah, he kind of gets a dig in before he uh, pays his uh, respects. <laughs> yes, I mean, respects, when, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think he. It was so funny, dude, because like when he did the Horace Clark tweet, like did he did he really know what he was doing? What was but the, then like what, which one was that? Well, that was the one that set all this off. Yeah, but what when was Horace, it? When Horace I'll Clark died, he said something to the effect of. Horace Not even Clark, close to being that good of a pitcher. No, what he's Horace he said, Clark okay. Out. Whatever. I'm you have it? Keep, I, I do, but it's my computer's taking but just a quick second to look at this. Horace Clark was uh, the symbol of the Yankees' fall from grace post-1964. He was mediocre, just like the Bombers, 65 to 74. All right, he was not a good pitcher. He was not a good so outfielder. He was the symbol, symbol of the Yankees fall from, uh, fall from grace, like, I guess. He was mediocre. Come on, don't say the word mediocre in your sentences. Like, Dude's in a there fucking somebody, coffin. The, the, but then there was somebody else that died right after that, and he, he like doubled down on the on the back. It was, uh, was like, Seaver, wasn't it? It wasn't Tom yeah. Seaver, was it? Yeah, it was Seaver. It might have. It was like he had no, but Seaver was a good. Point. Seavers was good, I think. Yeah, but it no, wasn't he goes. I, yeah, but this one was. But he starts it with the dig. Sandy Koufax uh, <laughs> is the most dominant pitcher I've ever seen, uh, but the most consistent uh, and professional was Tom Seaver, an amazing performer. All right, pay. All ending with R.I.P. in old caps. He's always got to like undermine the the person who died first. Yeah, yeah, but like, it was. But like growing, I don't know. Did you guys? You're a little bit. Ryan's a lot younger, and Chris is a little bit younger. Did you guys grow up watching Full House? Yeah, I fucking oh, hated I watched, that show. To I be would honest. go home. I would come home from school and put that on every day. It was, I guess it was reruns, but it was it, it, it was in syndication when you were. Oh, uh, it was. Yes, yeah, Fresh Prince followed by Full House on TBS. But, dude, like he was the he was the most clean cut guy in the world. And then, like I remember, like yeah. in 1995 or what it that was. That was a shtick. He did that cameo. The cameo. Half-baked. half-baked. You ever suck uh, dick for like, Coke? It's like, what the fuck? Danny Tanner sucks dick for Coke? Well, really what <laughs> happened was like, he was like, okay, I got typecasted as, as fucking, as like some innocent jerk off dad. Danny Tanner. And then right. it was like, I need to, I need to like break into the world and let them know as a comedian, how fucked up I am. How can I do this? And that was the best way, really. And then after that, it was like, even if he wasn't yeah. funny, people just wanted to tune into him because they wanted to hear how fucked up Danny Tanner was going to be. And uh, you got to think, you got, he was doing stand-up, too. Like, he, he was probably getting, the crowd was probably at least half was full house fans, so they were probably taking their families to his stand-up well, shows. Well, yeah, and, and his, 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 <laughs> his best... was not Danny Tanner. His best, uh, his best shit that he put together was when he would do the songs. Danny Tanner isn't gay, right? That was one of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Those those songs were great, but fucking Bob Saget, man. I mean, no one knows what happened. Obviously, it was something that no one was expecting, but who knows? I heard Ron DeSantis gave him COVID. That's what it's already political. <laughs> it's already it's already gotten political because he just toured in Florida. So of course, that's the narrative right now. But anyone I mean, who, my, honestly, anyone who thinks that can, uh, doctor, go vouch yourself. 
Doctor, go fouch yourself. My favorite Danny, my favorite Bob Saget, though. I don't know if you guys watched Entourage when he played a coked up, poor loving version of himself oh, on that yeah. show. That was great. Yeah. No, but the sad was he a neighbor. Some was he someone's neighbor? They like was he Eric E's neighbor or something? You yeah, like come Vince. to the house or something? Yeah, Vince. Yeah. The sad part of, of Saget is that everyone, ever since he broke through that way and became like the crude asshole, and you know the opposite of what he portrayed for so many years. People forget, like, he's also a husband, a father. Like, he wasn't, like, just some... Fu- like, immediately, everyone just thought drug overdose. But, like, I don't... Who knows if that's just, like, his his fucking, you know, character at this point. Who knows? So, don't, don't just know, assume. So, I mean, the guy passed away. Re- you know, rest in peace to Bob Sag. It was just sad news. He was never the funniest on, on Full House, but... Okay. He was never the cutest either. That was John Stamos. Uh, okay. I, I did always like Uncle Joey's humor. Okay. But someone else too. <laughs> Fucking the legend, Betty White. Betty White has passed since our last yeah. show. Okay, she wasn't even the best golden girl. Okay. Oh, she, hand. she she didn't even make it to a hundred. Okay. So she died at ninety nine uh, and uh do you, but do you see how fucked up everybody is? But because of the amount of leap years she's lived through, that she technically uh, is a hundred and seven so, days. Okay, and, so we're gonna and anyway, it. she was only a few weeks away anyway. So she, she's in her 99th year of life. She's I mean, going we, to, we were. It's 100. I mean, we she's were, 100. It should say she lived till 100 on her fucking tombstone. We're we're rounding up. Like, we're giving Betty White credit for it. You don't need to come up with all this fucking convoluted bullshit. Right. Like, uh, but I, th- I seven, think that's pretty interesting, though. She lived through 17 leap years. And she lived through fuck. every single uh, Yankee World Series. Babe Ruth home run or something? I don't fucking know. Real quick, Christian, before you go. Oh, God. I saw this. Um, what's the douchebag's name, the quarterback for the Patriots right now? Uh, Mac Jones. No, that's, that wasn't it. Um, well, that's who it is. No, no, no. I think it was... Fuck ask us. Oh, every year. <laughs> hold on. Every year. I'm, I'm sorry. This is off topic, but it's just a weird thing that people have been bringing up. Every year, the Braves have won the World Series. Um, a college football team. I, I got to pull it up later if anyone fucking cares. The last name has been out. the last name has been Nix, the quarterback. Did you hear that? No. I gotta look it up now. Yeah, wait. wait Every on, year the Braves right. have won the in World Series. In 2021, the Braves, this is a tweet from it's called uh, at War Bloggle. In 2021, the Braves won the World Series. Auburn's starting quarterback's name, Bo Nix. 1995. So, what is, in 1995, the Braves won Auburn's. Oh, yeah, so it's all Auburn. Yeah, it's all in Auburn. In 1995, the Braves won the World Series. Auburn's starting quarterback's name, Pat Nix. In 1957, the Braves won the World Series. Auburn's starting quarterback's name, Lloyd Nix. How fucking crazy is that? <laughs> so I was thinking when I said when I said Betty White uh, lived through all the Yankee World Series, I was thinking of like the Connecticut stuff. Well, not Connecticut, Kentucky. Every year they won the. Yeah. National, yeah. But right. that's. Basketball, but that I, I don't. Yeah, the Yankees suck now, so that hasn't happened. No, so is, so is Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, or the Yankees were on some streak with uh, only winning with Democratic presidents in the White House or something. Yeah, right, that's still going. That's why we're hopeful. That was our only silver lining when we oh, said uh, oh that's half right. dead, yeah. half dead Joe is in office. Only, oh, are you sure it's not half alive? No, You're not going glass? definitely. No, I'm not going to be uh, glass. 
glass not half going full glass on half this. Full. No. Uh-huh. No, not at all. All right, so uh, I'm going to turn the show over to these two jerk offs here today. Yeah, uh, hopefully, right. hope, hopefully you don't sink the ship. All right, well, uh, I wanted fine. you know mm-hmm. we got to do we got to do a show next week, but I did want to hop on, talk to you guys for a couple minutes, and say thank you to all the new fans, all the new followers, and uh, you know hopefully you know everybody will be back to 100 percent next week. We'll do a fun trivia show and. Uh, That'll be that. So, uh, you know, enjoy episode 264 with SGR and Chris, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Boys, later, have a man. great show. Feel better. I take it easy, man. Feel better. All right. See you. All right. So there's really not much to discuss, and it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're in, we're in school and there's a, uh, a substitute, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to even fucking do anything. Like, I can just – we should just end the show, I think. There's not even yeah, much to – well, I'm down. Like, this is going to be a quicker show. Obviously, it's just two of us. There's nothing to fucking talk about other than this. Yeah. Other than the coaching debacles that we've that we've seen. First is Eric yeah, yeah. Chavez. He's got to find a replacement. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. When when you you were the one who texted it, right? You said yeah, uh, yeah. You said that he had went to the Mets, and it it hit me like a day later. I'm like, wasn't he supposed to be? the Yankees assistant hitting coach. And that was like, maybe that was just like something that was close to happening. Cause I got to be honest with you, man. Right. With, with all the shit going on with me, right. For me right now, like worrying about who yeah, the fucking, who the fucking Yankees are hiring as an assistant. Your kid, your kid ate a rock. The yeah. Other day. T- my fucking, my I fucking two year old had put a stone in her mouth and I yelled at her. I probably shouldn't have yelled to spit it out. <laughs> And uh, she hates my guts, like everyone knows. So uh, she did the opposite. I should have told her to swallow it, and she would have spit it out probably, but she swallowed it. And then uh, I had to go through a shit, dude. It was probably the worst. <laughs> if you if you want to lose weight, it's probably pretty good because I didn't. I feel like I didn't eat for two days after that. But that's uh, I got a lot going on. I don't care who's the assistant to the assistant fucking hitting coach. Um, but yeah. I was. I gotta. I gotta say. Eric Chavez, when I heard that name in the beginning, when it all hit me, like, yeah, obviously he was the fucking assistant. He'd go, I think he would have been good on this team this yeah. year. I think he was a good, uh, he would have been a good fit. He was a big name too when he was playing. I was surprised though. I looked into him a little bit after all this news broke. Never made an all star game, Eric what? Chavez. One of the, uh, one of the all star snubs uh, on a, it was like a list of was he ever? top 20. He top was 20 a Yankee, most snubbed. right? He was yeah yeah remember you ever you remember that gif that went viral of him he's throwing the ball back to the pitcher but yes. the pitcher's not looking and he goes yes plump someone plumps him in the head yeah yeah so you know the Yankees got to find someone to replace him dude I mean I, I you can look at you can look at it two ways it's like it's like okay he's a fucking uh, even if you like him or thought he was going to be good here he's the assistant hitting coach like obviously the Yankees right. didn't didn't think of him. Uh, you know, highly enough to make him the actual hitting coach. He was the assistant, which was coach. the only reason he was able to then take that hitting coach job for the Mets because that act, that was technically a promotion, and that's uh, I, that's in some sort of MLB rule in in the rules where you could take a promotion. You just can't take the same job offer right. when you're under contract. So, do you, how much the, of this? Uh, how much of this do you think is? Like, do you think Steve Cohen is like um, well versed in like the fucking mafia? 
and like how to how to like gain fucking power and like get people to respect you and he's just like fuck brian cashman fuck hal steinbrenner even if it's someone I don't even... He probably doesn't even know... He probably couldn't tell you one fucking thing about Eric Chavez. No. He was just saw the fucking opportunity and was like, you know what? Let's hire him and, and just dig it to, to the Yankees at this point. I, I think I think the Mets have, even before Steve Cohen, have operated with that mentality in a lot of ways. There's there's a there's a decent amount of examples. I mean, yeah, it's but the more problem like a is bias... The- yeah, but the problem the problem was they they didn't have an owner that had fuck money right. like this, right? And now they got the yeah. See, like their digs weren't with their wallets. Their digs were like not calling back when the Yankees asked about Jay Bruce. Do you remember that a few right. years ago he was on the Mets? Right. Yankees called them. Mets didn't call back. You look at the players, the players that the, the players. Mets have signed over the years. It's a lot of yeah. It's a lot of former Yankees. Right. That you could go down the yeah, list where like, the Yankees uh, don't have a lot of former Mets. It's like yeah, Cano, Curtis Granderson, Eduardo Nunez, Dylan Batances. Go on and on yeah. here, but. That's what it is. There is it's a like list there. it used to just be like, yeah, we'll take we're going to take Robinson Cano back from the Mariners after he's left his prime and only does steroids now, and that's how we're going to get the Yankees. <laughs> now it's more like we're just going to buy every fucking player that could help them win a World Series, despite the fact that they're not going to buy them anyway, and we're also going to take your assistant hitting coach. Yeah, like now they're getting into the coach's territory, which is kind of so. like. It's kind of even more powerful than signing like Max Scherzer because it's like, then it just becomes like, fuck you. Like, you're going after my assistant hitting coach. I, right. But it's see, a good move. I believe, yeah, I believe, I believe that the Mets did have, I, I don't know if they had to, but I'm pretty sure they did reach out to the Yankees and ask permission to interview Chavez. Yes. I there think is that at least. Yeah. They had some respect, but they but did really. take away a guy that was. <laughs> ready to go for the New York Yankees. And now he is had a better position for the Mets. So good for Chavez, whatever. Now you saw, and we, who knows if this is speculation, maybe they uh, talked about it in the articles that you read. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's speculation or actual names that are being dropped of his replacement right now. Well, there was one, there was one actual name that I saw that is kind of like, which I was surprised by to see this name. Um, that he's being rumored to maybe take that spot as the assistant um, hitting coach. Now the Yankees, the rumor is that they are going to look to replace Chavez with another former player. And this name, the first one I've seen was Mark Trumbo. Mark Trumbo. Remember him from the angels? You remember Mark Trumbo? Angels, Orioles for a bit. Yeah. Tr- oh but yeah. The Orioles. Yeah. They're looking, they're looking at Trumbo, but you know, I looked at Trumbo's numbers. They weren't, he was like really a, he was a wannabe it, yeah. Jim Tomei. I feel like. Ooh, very Trumbo. good. He kind of resembles right? Tomei he a does. bit too. Very, he does. Dude, very good. That's a good one. Right? A wannabe Tomei. Yeah. Wannabe Hall of Famer. Um, um, that's a weird name, but before we keep going on this list, I just, it's like, I mean, again, before doing this show, I was always a diehard Yankee fan, but I never cared about the bullshit news. Like I, all I cared about was w- what team was being put on the field, who the manager was, um, what trades were going to happen, whatever. I never really cared much about the hiring process of, of the fucking coaching staff. To be honest, I just up until this like last regime, I don't remember like assistant, assistant hitting coach, fucking triple assistant hitting coach. I just remember having a hitting coach. 
And like I feel like, right. the, yeah, that's and maybe that's just the new way of baseball. Was. Maybe it's a new way of baseball, though. I don't know. It is. It is. They are. They're trying to add make these staffs a bit larger because I mean, if you think about it, you have one hitting coach for all of those guys for for twenty guys all ultimately that are rapid going through in and out of the yeah. process. I mean, thirteen staple guys, but you'll have you know a, a big you know chunk of players that you're going to have to fucking. Yeah, but here, Coach. my point, my point of bringing that up is, how expendable is the assistant hitting coach? Like, how <laughs> expendable is that role? Is it just like you? We just don't know enough about it to know the responsibilities day to day. Um, does he like get the hitting coach fucking coffee in the morning? Is it that type of assistant? It's not the assistant to the hitting coach. It was him <laughs> and this guy, uh, Casey Dykes, I think was, was Dyke? the other guy that was. Did you say Dykes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were going to be the joint hitting coaches. Oh, wait. No, it's serving under new hitting coach, Dylan Lawson. Yes, that's right. So, so it's yeah, like, it was, there's a main one and then two little guys I underneath. Mean, yeah, give me some coffee, Chavez. So I guess I guess the the main point I'm trying to make is how how much credibility does the assistant hitting coach have to have, and how easy is it to just replace him? Of like, is this does it really matter who the Yankees hire as an assistant hitting coach? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Probably a little, yeah. but like at the yeah, end of the day, at the end, a few needles. At the end of the day, the last hitting coach, kind of, you know, Tim's gets a bad rap, mm-hmm. but um, if you really go back the years he was here, up until the last year or so, I'd say from 2019 back to when he started, the Yankees' offense was actually in the top, you know, top handful of teams with producing runs and their batting average was never as bad as it was this past this past year. I mean, how many guys hit over 250 this past year? It was it was embarrassing. Yeah, all throughout baseball, but yeah, for the Yankees it was gross. And like but sometimes just guys on coaching staffs they they just expire. Like their time expires and you need to move on. Right. I think Tim's there was no other choice at that point. And uh who knows? I mean, hopefully this this new guy can turn shit around and find things that Tim's couldn't that I just feel like Tim's failed at, at stopping the bleeding. So when he had guys producing on the field, it's easy to coach anyone who's producing well on the field. I mean, and you can take credit for it too. That's fine. Your, your, your job starts when you hit adversity in anything you do. Right. And and you gotta learn how to stop the bleeding to turn it around and find ways to get your guys to start producing again. I feel like Tim's wasn't the greatest at that. And even when he was, it was too long of a turnaround time. Like you need to be able to find things. I, I can sit home and I was no, I was never a great hitter, but I was always good with mechanics in anything I in anything baseball related, even if I mm-hmm. couldn't replicate yeah, yes, the no. mechanic. But I would. I just remember watching guys like Frazier is a great example with the leg kick and like all his timing. And I said it over and over every game for like for like six months into the new season. And then it. Then finally, Tim says something about it and changes it. And I'm like, why did it fucking take this long? You know, right. there's a there's a lot of things like that, which which is what I give Matt Blake a lot of credit for because I feel like even when pitchers were kind of 
going off the rails a little bit. He did a great job of honing it back in and and putting him back on track. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what the Yankees do. I mean, I did kind of I do kind of have like a I I looked up some players from old a bit that were kind of in that same timeline as Eric Chavez mm. because the rumors are that yeah, they're going to bring a player to come in and get this job. So I looked up some rosters, a few names. You want to kind of go over some names, yeah. see if we could find somebody. Yeah. Um, sure. That could be. And then if you're listening right now, chime in, in the, in the comment chat. Yeah. Add, yeah. Add some names to it and see what we got here. But I was Cameron Mabin's a name that's being thrown around as a potential coach. Uh, he just retired. That could be someone that they, they I'm look hearing, into. Uh, the yes networks looking into Cameron Mabin. Ooh, that would be nice. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, to get that him in the cool. booth because uh, Michael Kay and David Cohn got the job for Sunday Night Baseball. Right. And they're going to need to right. fill some spots now. And I heard, I don't know how how true of a rumor it is, uh, how much, you know, credibility is behind that rumor, but it's something I heard that Cameron Mabin uh, was being looked at for that. Maybe CeCe Sabathia will get a uh, call to... Uh, Get some games in. He's over on the S network now, so he'd be great. He'd, he does. He'd, I don't know if great, he's doing Netscape. I don't know if he could hold something. off on the cursing. I, I think that he's too much of a liability. Right. Yeah, that would be uh, Curtis Granderson, another name I'm thinking. But uh, he just he just declined an offer from the Mets to be a part of their coaching staff. So I, I got don't a know gr- I got a great kinda, name for you. Yeah, Hideki Matsui. Dude, that was the next name on my list. I mean, if you're going to talk to me about uh, a prior player, who better? A former Yankee? A former Yankee, a lefty. Who better mm. than Hideki Matt? Because I, I even want my coaching staff to be lefty. I even want them to hit yeah. lefty. So okay. at this point, I think Hideki Matsui would be a great replacement. Matsui would be a nice one. Uh, again, just staying in that former Yankee tale. And see, this one's kind of stupid. I was Paul O'Neill would be kind of cool to to consider. Yeah, to get him on this coaching staff. Yeah, I feel. But yeah, I, I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I don't that, know. That roles that roles not. He if he were to come into the league, I don't think he would take an assistant. There's job. just there's certain guys that you just look at and you're just like, I don't know if he has like coaching qualities. I don't know if uh, Paul mm-hmm. O'Neill would be that guy, but I would take it. Again, I again I don't really fucking know what an assistant hitting coach does. So sounds good to me. I mean here's my true pick. All right. Sorry. My pick. This is a guy that was in the league for a while. He had he known for I think it was Mariners. He was really good. But I'm looking up John Allerud. He wants to do it. But see, no, again, I'm not considering an assistant hitting coach. It is different. He wouldn't you're right. You're kind of breaking up Wi-Fi. I think your Wi-Fi is breaking up a little bit. I don't know if you Shoot. kicked off. Um, who who'd you say? Uh, Abanez? No, I I said John Olerud. Ooh, John Olerud. Would he wear the helmet still? Probably, yeah. Even in the dugout. But again, though, I kind of made this list with the. I didn't take into consideration. I I knew it was an assistant hitting coach job, but there is having that word assistant in the title is going to make some some like 
established guys that have had a coaching history where John Oliver has been a coach in this league before a bit hesitant to take that job. So they are going to have to take, get a really fresh, fresh name in there. Maybe someone more in more recent. I was just thinking where I'm thinking. I was just thinking of someone and now I can't fucking, you know, I wouldn't mind too. I got on this list here is uh, good old Nick Markakis. Markakis. The player route. Oh, you, you know who I was thinking? I don't know why I'm just all about Japanese baseball players right now, but what about Ichiro? Ichiro? But Ichiro, Ichiro's one. mechanics were so fucking unorthodox. We'd have everyone he looking could, like Japanese hitters. He could be, yeah, he, and he could be a tough uh, one where maybe he had a, he'd have a touch time coaching just because he made it look so easy. Where he, like, I mean, it was effortless for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that one could be tough. Uh, they could go... I don't, I don't know, man. There, there's, uh, I also, I wouldn't mind maybe looking into Adrian Beltre, see what he wants, see what he's up to right now. If he's interested in coaching, cause Beltre is a, would be an awesome presence to have on this staff. What about Beltron? Carlos Beltron. You know, that was a name, uh, RB Beltron actually retweeted. So now the Yankees have to go out and bring in Carlos Beltron. Yeah. What about to Beltron? Take the job? I mean, and then I saw someone else tweet this, like Yankee fans are fucking, up in arms about Carlos Correa, you know, because he cheated, but then they're all screaming to hire Carlos Beltran. Right. But right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you had, you had another name that you said to me though, that I thought was pretty realistic. I don't know the relationship between uh, him and, and the current team right now. He, I know he said some controversial things. I feel like a year ago, but you said Mark Teixeira. Well, that was, I think that was someone commented that on our, uh, oh, oh, I one of our you, posts, but you texted it to, I think to it might've been Cabani. Cabani uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. That would, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. A switch hitter too. So that would be someone, but I don't know. I don't know. His numbers offensively weren't the greatest, but I think he would be a good coach. You know why I like Chavez? He, because he was never like too elite. He, like you said, he never even made yeah. an all-star game, but you know he has the pure fundamentals down of the game. Just right. seems like a so, guy yeah. who's fit to be a coach. So, Jerry Hairston, another name I was nah, thinking. too short. Doug Mankiewicz. Yeah, former Red Sox, probably fucking Eric corrupt. Hinsky. You're, well, you're naming that was, a lot of former Red Sox. Yeah, hey. pick from the fucking fruits. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's just a little little list, but it's really, you know, there there's a it's just now they're can, gonna go can the Yankees can the Yankees call up the Mets and steal Buck Showalter to be demoted <laughs> as no, the assistant work. hitting coach. Will not work. I don't know. Can't take the demotion. But you know, if I were to come back, I, the first thing I'd do is I I would fix that leg kick, all right. Gary Sanchez, you can't be kicking that leg like that so much. He's got to keep that leg planted, all right? When you plant the ball, you're going to be planting seeds in the crowd there. I once, I once planted a rose bush without even any water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. So I guess at, at the end of the day, the, the main takeaway from this story is not that the Yankees are, you know, in, in fucking deep shit now because they don't have an assistant hitting yeah. coach. The takeaway, I, I, I guess there's two takeaways. 
One is that Steve Cohen's going to do anything in his power to to just fuck the Yankees, even if it's as arbitrary as, a, as yeah. an assistant hitting coach. And the other bigger takeaway is that this team can't even figure out a coaching staff at this point. I mean, I know it's it's really not their fault, but at the end of the day, it's just such a bad... It just gives you a bad feeling at this point because we're waiting for them to build a World Series t- uh, caliber team for the last handful of years. And it's like the only solid thing we've gotten so far before this lockout was that we had a coaching staff in place. And now, like, not even that. Right. And now not even that. Right. Anymore. So I, I, that's yeah, my and, biggest like, it's frustrating. Takeaway. It's it's frustrating. I think my biggest takeaway is the fact that we're fucking talking about an assistant hitting coach right now. Oh, I you knew, know, the fact yeah. that that's all we have that's all we have to talk about. Yeah, and so look, like, we're going to we only have we really going on. we have a couple more topics. We're not going to make this a long show. Before we get into the next topic, I we didn't mention this at the beginning of the show. Um this show as of right now is um only sponsored by our patrons on patreon.com/myst. Um Sign up as as low as five bucks. You can, you know, what do they call it? Pledge. You can pledge as much as you want, yeah. but as low as five bucks. Help support the show. You get bonus content from us, um, and we're going to be pu- pumping out a lot, especially when the season did you, starts. Did you post that little uh, Cashman blurb that he left for yes. us? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> we got a lot of good SGR impressions that are going to be I meant popping to talk off to on you there. About that. So if you want that some app, extra content, we got to talk about that. Yeah, we definitely do. But uh, if you want some extra content throughout the season um, and you'd like our show, head over to patreon.com slash M-O-I-S-T. And again, if you listen um, on Apple Podcasts, even if you fucking don't, um, just take anyone, anyone you know that has an iPhone, just fucking go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review from your phone. Just just pump it up. Just pump the show up. Um, and last thing before we get into the next segment for NYY News TV, I am handling the audio for all the podcasts. Um, talk to Pete um, and the audio for all the other shows. We're an established show for the last five years, audio wise. So for us, it's just the same stream. But for the other shows, Twin Bill, Twin Bill, Chef Talk, Designated Spitters, uh, come on. Uh, Hola, como esta? And uh, I'm missing one. And uh, Nights at the Roundtable, that's once a month. Right. Those starting February will all be kicking off also on audio. Um, Sweet. And every, every platform you can think of. We're, and we're everywhere too. So if you listen to Spotify, you can always listen to us there if you don't want to look at my and five channels. I got to say, yeah, I don't want I got to say, man, the first week of NYY News, bro, that was like pretty fucking awesome. Listen, to have all that content. If you are a true Yankee fan, this is the place to be. Honestly, once the season gets rolling, because Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're at I feel like we when the season's flowing, we're flowing. You know, the juices are going. We're flowing. I say this to Christian off season and it feels this good. Come on. I say this to Christian all the time. This show does best. We get the most downloads, the most engagement when Either the Yankees are, well, there's there's some that are, you know, like when the season starts, everyone's excited. No one's mm-hmm. down on the team yet. Everyone's excited just to watch baseball. So there's yeah, always there's that. optimism. But once the season gets going, there's only two ways the show gets the peak of their of the, of the downloads. 
and engagement, and that's either when the Yankees are playing really, really good, yeah, or when they're playing right. fucking terrible. Those are the only. Those yeah, are the we two had one times. Of our highest viewed episode was like when we were just trashing them, trashing them. They were tanking. Like, yeah. yeah. So those are the two times. So to so to feel this good, to feel this optimistic in the off season, in the middle of a lockout where there's nothing to fucking talk yeah. about. I just listen. Anyone watching right now who kind of likes these shows and all the podcasts that are out on on MYY News TV, please, I just <laughs> promise me you'll stick yeah. around until the season. I'm working on a new impression here. You want to try again? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was um, Mitch McConnell, the Speaker of the House. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. So right I, I would like to throw my name into the <laughs> the, the Yankees assistant hitting coach. Pile, I would really. You need glasses. I would really. Though. I wish I had a glass. I, I would really like to teach Glaber Torres how to <laughs> how to shimmy those hips because he has really nice hips. That's good. That's a good one. Um, uh, that's all I listen. If you're watching, that's all I got. Okay, that's, that's what he brings, but it's a lot. And he's but cute, other than that, yeah. I got bad anxiety in here, dude. Yeah, um, I'm not good at talking unless I'm doing it in person. That's it. So yeah, I mean, I mean that's really that's the bookkeeping, I guess, as Christian would say. Um, yeah, to get that yeah. out of the way, and uh, and yeah, I mean, like I said, it's going to be a shorter show. The other topic we have to talk about is Rachel Balkovic. Balkovic, yes, I, I guess yeah. that's how you fucking say it. I don't know. Well, let's um, Yeah, Balkovic. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out of my way to to learn her name. Just because she's Welcome a woman, back. I'm going to treat her just like any other fucking coach that I don't know how oh. to how to uh, pronounce their name. It's Balkovic, and uh, she was promoted yeah. to the Tampa Tarpons uh, manager, right? And again, well, look, you know, if you're going by, you know, having a baseball name, she has one. You can't spell Balkovic without Balk. without Balk. I agree. You know, so there is some baseball. There is some baseball in there. Listen, so there's that. This is like always the touchy subject because she's a fucking woman and she was the hitting coach, first hitting coach, right? In all of baseball ever. Yes. Um, yes. And you, and here's what I say to that. Hear me out. I don't give a fuck uh -huh. if you got a 12-inch dick. I don't care right. if you got a fucking little chode. I don't care if you have a vagina. Okay. If you can do the job, you should be right. there to do the job. I don't care what your sex is, what your gender is, since apparently those two things are separate. Um, I don't give a fuck. Right. I really don't care. I don't care if you have fucking three eyes. I don't care if you... I really... I just don't care about anything about you other than you doing the job. Now, here's what I'll say about Rachel Balkovic. I don't... Mm -hmm. it's not that i don't like her it's not that i think she's not good at her job because i haven't followed her enough to to give a fair assessment she tweeted something yes. that was a huge huge uh, red flag to me today no last year oh uh, right i remember this and she talked about how it's stupid for baseball players and and to those of you watching or listening i don't know if you remember this or saw this but she tweeted that it's stupid for for hitters in baseball to do T work or to, or to focus too much on T work because it's a stationary ball and 
they're, you know, really have to get used to hitting 90 mile per hour, 100 mile per hour pitches. And then she compared it to a golfer not getting, not hitting balls at 90 miles an hour and only hitting it off a tee. And I, I appreciate her trying there, but to me it was a huge red flag being someone who's been in, you know, played the game for so long, been around so many people who know the fundamentals of the game and, and so on and so forth. T-work is one of the most important things a hitter can do. Now, it doesn't make you a great hitter. It's not like you can just be great hitting off the tee and then you come up to the major leagues and you're fucking hitting 20 home runs, uh, you know, right off the bat. It's that baseball is... The reason why golfers don't fucking hit 90-mile-per-hour balls getting thrown at them is because they don't have to ever experience that, so why would they ever do it? Now, in baseball, they do, and people will say, and it's argued, and I think it's a pretty fucking fair argument that hitting a baseball is the most difficult thing you can do. So how do you adjust? How could you ever work on your fundamentals and mechanics with a ball coming at you 100 miles an hour that you really can't even fucking see? And the answer to that is T-work. Because being a good hitter means muscle memory. It means being able to come through the ball, whether it's on the inside part of the plate or the outside part of the plate. Secondary swings, getting your hands through the ball. So when you do tee work, you're not just standing in front of a tee. It's not like tee ball. It's not like when I coach my fucking four-year-old son in tee ball and I just put the tee there and I tell them to fucking close their eyes and swing. Like, that's not that's not what tee work is. When you do right. tee work... You're adjusting the height of the of the ball. You're adjusting inside, outside parts of the plate. And you're teaching your body, your muscle memory here, where your hands need to be coming through the ball at every different spot of the strike zone. Now, do and, you and if, think it... Well, keep going. I was just going to say, and if you can't get that part down, you sure as hell aren't going up there and hitting a 100-mile-per-hour pitch. What do you think about using a tee for this kind of modern approach toward hitting where they're not taught necessarily to come on down a on grand the ball. level to come down on it, but rather swing with that up. Well, that's a good elevation. point you make because it kind of just goes back to, you know how like a lot of things in life right now just seem to have like a narrative behind it. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like people will run with the narrative so much. It, it like in this case, you would never sit there and be like, yeah, there people are conspiring to, uh, just get rid of the whole hands through the ball thing and they want everyone to lift the ball. Actually, if you really start thinking about it, Major League Baseball wants more home runs, right? Maybe mm-hmm. this is a push. Maybe this is some type of push. I don't know. Me and Francis talked about this on one of the live shows for MOI News. Uh, yeah. I think it was the New Year's Day episode. Forever, forever, come down through the ball. Never Look, the second you're trying to get under the ball, you're dropping your back shoulder. You're doing all the things that you never want to do. So I just never understood it. But you're, I mean, you could be right here where it's like so many different fundamentals are just not important anymore that maybe this is just part of the whole fucking plan. It's like, fuck T-work. Just get up there and try and fucking hit the ball in the air and that's it. So maybe. But it doesn't it doesn't know. change the fact that you still have to learn how to hit that ball, <clears throat> whether you're coming down on it or or getting under it, that you have to learn how to hit it 
on the upper outside part of the plate, lower inside part of the plate, um, secondary swings, which no one talks about. A secondary swing, for those who aren't familiar with the term, is you know you're in a one two o two count as a hitter, you're in a curveball changeup count, off speed count, and you're just looking to get something over the plate. And you see that curveball coming in and it looks like a fastball and you start to commit mm-hmm. to it. A good hitter has a secondary swing where he will maybe a little too late to, to see that it's not a fastball, but he's still good enough, has enough muscle memory to keep his hands back mm-hmm. long enough to where he's coming kind of forward, but he still stays through the ball. I mean, all those things are only mastered by, by doing T-work. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry to go off so on a tangent, yeah, that, but no. I mean, look, that's something that that's one of the things that we know about her as far as you know her history her take on, with the Yankees yeah, and her take on things. And but like, if you look at her experience in baseball, then you know if you're looking at the resume alone, she is deserving of of a chance. I oh. don't know if you know you would, and I'm not saying you said she wasn't, but you know who knows if she would be in this position right now, if, you know, I don't know, but look at her. If you look at her resume here, she had, uh, she started in 2012 as a St. Louis Cardinals minor league of um, strength and conditioning coach. So she's been around for about 10 years now. Then she went to Houston as the Latin American strength and conditioning coordinator. Also, she was the first woman to hold that position. Then she moved on to the same role with the double a Houston affiliate before taking that position as the Yankees minor league hitting coach. And now, the Tampa Tarpons yeah. manager. And so here's here's what I say to all that. My story and my personal take on her does not translate into me thinking she's undeserving of being the hitting mm-hmm. coach when she was, being undeserving of, you know, being the manager of the Tarpons, or it doesn't even mean that I think she's bad at her job. It was just a red flag to say I'm right. someone who doesn't know her history. I haven't been there to see how she instructs the team. Everything I've heard, the, the players love her, that she's great at yeah. what she does. So that's... You know what the key to that we got to do then? We got to get her on the pot. We, that's got to be the, you know, we got to well, hit her with that. Not to uh, spoil here's, here's too much, but I have, ta- I have talked What's to her. Tea? I have talked to her. I've gone back and forth with her. And, oh, no. uh And... Uh, no, you didn't shut off. You're good. All right, we're good. Can you hear me? Yeah, you got it. Oh, you got to oh. talk about muscle memory. SGR always <laughs> fucks with his headphones, and we got these new headsets <laughs> now. But uh, and there's a button there that that kicks him off the show. Um, I totally clicked it too. I have talked with her, and I promise you, if we get her on the show, I will say everything that I just said because uh, I'm not a fucking little bitch. So I'm gonna say it to her. But anyway, <laughs> I I. At the end of the yeah. day, I don't have an opinion of her as far as her credibility, as far as her understanding of the game. I'm sure she's deserving of it. I'm sure she's a great hitting coach, and I'm sure she'll be a great manager. But in the society we live in today, it, you can't sit here and just think for a second. Is this a promotion because it was well-deserved, which right. I hope, which I hope, and I'd say... It yeah, absolutely could that's be. That's what I was going to say before, but I kind of like, I got scared. You I got well scared. You do. Yeah. You have to, you have to think about that. Or yeah, is it too. that she's a woman? I don't think woman. it is. I don't, I don't, I don't either. I, don't I will give, I think she has a resume. I got to say the Yankees out of all the organizations are the one team so far that 
I've seen that truly don't give in to all the political bullshit that goes in, in our, uh, around in our society. Um, That's fair. I don't ever think a woman should not get a job be- just because she's a woman. Again, I couldn't care less what the fuck you have down there. Um, just do your job. And if you can do that job and you deserve the promotion, then Rachel, congratulations. I think it's a fucking awesome accomplishment because as much as I don't believe all the bullshit that goes around and, and the political narratives on feminism and sexism and all that shit. At the end of the day, it is true that of course a woman's going to have a tougher job doing something that only men have done for years, not because she's a woman, but because it's tough to, to prove yourself when you are trying to accomplish something that only men have done teaching men that have done this their whole lives. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if she's deserving of the job. I want her there and I hope, she, I hope nothing for the best for her, but it's something that you do have to bring up. It's something that you do have to think yeah. about and you hope you hope for not for our sake, not for the tarpon's sake. You hope for fucking Rachel's sake that she deserves it because it's just as fucking sexist in my opinion to hire women just because they're women. Like what you preach. I mean, honestly, <laughs> And then it's like, just because you're a woman, fuck that. No, she fucking deserves it. She's been around for a long time. That's how that's the experience. So, so that's all. I mean, and again, we're talking about, we went from talking about assistant hitting coach who gives a fuck to manager of the Tampa Tarpons who gives a fuck. Are they even, are they're the Tarpons still? I feel like they had like a fan boat or something. I don't know. Well, someone no. suggested, what was the tweet that they should be the Tampa tampons? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the tweet. Oh yeah. That's great. But like Dr. Go Fouch yourself. That's so good. It's such a good new How job. How long did that take? Dr. Go Fouch yourself. I got to be honest with you, dude. I remembered one Fauci clip when he was talking about if you, if you, if you question the science, if you question Dr. Fauci, you're questioning the science. Wear your mask. Right? And I knew, he, I knew he referred to himself in the third person. So I went right to that clip. I found all of it except for yourself. Yourself, the yourself part took me four hours. My kids That's were so trying cool. to get me to build things with them. I fucking ignored them. And I put that drop together. Two second drop. Took me four hours. Worth so it. Funny. Worth every hour. Yeah, Totally. Um, again, there's just not much to talk about. I figured we can close up the show quickly. Um, just to discuss the lockout that we're still in. I haven't been up to date on news. I've been really bad. I got to start starting this week. I'm going to really try and get back into it. Have you seen anything that, that we can be optimistic about? optimistic about no i can't say that if if anything this this would be the opposite of optimism remember how we were talking about that luxury tax number that was being thrown around as high as 250 million dollars 260 we said 260 even up to there well Mm -hmm. passan reported yesterday or some sometime earlier this week another cuck that the that the yeah big cuck that the the that major league baseball is presenting a $214 million luxury tax that will go up $2 million every year by, I think, 2025. Maybe it'll be at $220 million. But this wouldn't go into effect this next year. Well, until the next CBA. No, yes, it would be once the season starts. Oh, okay. So 
that's why we talked about the Yankees waiting for all of this because they probably had some insight into this being a big deal and possibly mm-hmm. handcuffing them even more. I mean, it doesn't take away the fact that the Yankees are still fucking scumbags for holding back. After all these years now, of we just need a World Series team. Nothing should stop you. It doesn't matter if the tax is at 250, 260, 200, 214. I don't care. You surpass it if you have to, to do whatever it takes to build. But, I mean, that's a drastic difference. Like, so, what are the Yankees at uh, now? Like 210. So what? Uh, uh, maybe a little above it right now. Like, so but this would be for all of Major League Baseball, right? So this would be. Right. Throughout baseball, that would be it would the just threshold be a, 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 for every team. So, again, you're better with this shit than I am when the lux- mm-hmm. when it comes to luxury tax. So, how does it work now? Like, what would tell me what? Here's a good way to put it. Tell me what the Pittsburgh Pirates' luxury tax is right now, or last year. Zero. Like there was the, the key is Chris that you won't get hit. You get taxed, right? If you go over, if your spending goes over a certain number, a threshold, which last season, the threshold was $210 million. If your yearly spending goes over $210 million, then you will be taxed for every dollar you go over that threshold. So say the Yankees budget last year uh, salaries were went up to $220 million. That would have meant they went $10 million over that luxury tax. They would have had to pay a $10 million fine pretty much throughout uh, all of baseball. A, a percentage of that number it wouldn't be a right. all 10 million. It would for the Yankees last year, since they were at that peak threshold, it would have been a 50% hit. Now the fact that they stayed under that number Okay, now if they go over the threshold this year, it would only be a 20% hit. So there's a big drop off of how much you're going to be penalized, which is why they wanted to stay under that number, where now if they do go over, they won't really take too big of a hit. Understood. But my point is... And I'm Still try- pennies to these guys. I'm, I'm just trying to pull it up real quick. And draft picks too, you get, you get docked some picks. My point, well. my point is it was never a flat rate luxury tax. It was based off of your payroll, no? No, it was flat rate, like a cap. Oh, like always the whole was. League, if, yeah. Um, I don't know when they started doing it. No, but I'm it saying was never since, really. For the last handful of years, I'm saying it's yes, been yeah. a flat rate luxury tax. Yes. Okay. Then, then, then who cares? I mean, honestly. So they're so just MLB's looking to proposal, reset it. Yes. Yes. So MLB's most recent proposal had the collective bargaining. Uh, I mean, the threshold starting at $214 million in 2022 and then progressing up to 20, 220 What million. was it last season? 210. So it was 210 and 21, and then it would go to 220 by 2026, so- which would be a four... 0.8% increase, which really isn't that great. So what was the... So now look at this here. Let me keep reading this here. So the last time we had the new CBA, it was, uh, uh, I think 2003 was this one. It, it increased by 98.6%. It was introduced in 1997, this threshold. It's based on revenue, correct? Yes, it's, it's based on league revenue. Okay. So they were expecting... The, pay, the luxury tax threshold to jump so much because of the incoming revenue 
Yeah, that I don't know. I think they were just like kind of like we want to make more money probably. So we think you should should follow a higher salary cap than this. Because if if it wasn't I don't know. if it if like the way I would do it is based off your nah, I guess that doesn't make sense either. I don't know. I mean Okay, it, so yeah, the 17 the 2007 CBA uh it went from it was 189 million up to that point and then it jumped up to 210 million by this year. Mm. Well, so that was I mean, an 11.1% bump and they only want to go up by about 5% for this next one. So they're, I mean, that's clearly a starting point. I'm sure that they'll find some sort of common ground, but I don't know, man, this is, it's getting, it's getting uh, a bit weary here that they're not, that they're not going to start on time because apparently uh, Passan's reporting that they're not even going to resume talks until late January. It's crazy. I mean, if you really think about it, in the beginning, we were just like, yeah, they'll work it out. It'll probably be difficult, but they'll work it out. They'll definitely be there for spring training. And as each week passes, you know, you got to ask yourself, when do we start to get to a point where we're saying this fucking, the, the season might not start on time. And you, you said this right away. And I wholeheartedly agreed with you after the COVID year, MLB and all sports took such a big hit. You would think that the mindsets of the players and the owners and, and everyone mm. would just be like, look, I know there's a lot to hash out, but one goal we have to make yeah, man. is we need to get this season started on time because it, it does nothing but hurt all of us. If we're going to go through another short season this quickly after that. And it's just like, no one cares. Maybe, maybe there's just too much money floating around where they just truly don't care. And that, yeah, look, that's, that's fair. That that's a big part of it there, Chris, is that this league is better. There's a lot of players making a lot of money. The rosters are deep. You have there's an no awful commissioner. Cap. You have an awful commissioner, terribly run league, but then, you know, they showed their cards with the COVID negotiations. It was really the only sport of the major ones that had true difficulties in figuring out and hashing out a way to play. Right. Don't, can you really think of any other sports that it was kind of difficult? I mean, NFL maybe had a few. No, but the, no, but the baseball season was, was the, the only one it. that wasn't in the thick of it. So it wasn't right. Yeah. It so didn't get started for the other leagues. It didn't seem like well, there football was, had just ended though. Football had just ended. That's true. But I'd say baseball had the shortest amount of yeah. turnaround time. At and that if point. you would say, yeah. Yeah. And then the one that maybe football did have some pickups, but not like baseball though. Baseball, it was really like, I don't think they're going to play. Yeah. And it's not even because of COVID. You know, I was thinking back, someone mentioned, I was listening to someone, uh, they were talking about the Georgia voting shit and all the political bullshit that went on in Georgia. And then mm-hmm. they, they reminded me that the commissioner pulled the all-star game from there, from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And it just, mm-hmm. I guess in the moment when it's happening, you're just kind of like, yeah, I mean, this is what, this is what our, our country is now. Just everything is polluted with politics and, and all that. But being a little right. more removed from it, I was 10 times more disgusted that Manfred felt necessary to allow political nonsense to get in the way and remove millions millions of dollars for small business owners for 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 the economy in Atlanta 
like what he did. Which that that all star games generate a lot of, of profit. I for think those it, local. I could hosts. be wrong, and and if you're watching yeah, you're, and you're in gonna, the chats and want to take the time to correct me, I'm pretty sure it was around. They were expecting sixty million dollars of revenue to be made for that all star weekend from people just coming there, staying in hotels, you know, buying food. What did you, how much did you say? I said sixty uh, million. Oh uh, yeah. Was it thirty four million? It was no, nah, just forget it. So it was either thirty four or sixty million. It was those two numbers are popping up in my head. Regardless, could be more, could be less. It just disgusted me, and it made me really think about how bad Manfred really is, and how and how this whole like switching the balls, juice balls, not juice. It's so believable because this guy is such a fucking hack that he it's it's not debatable. He is the worst thing that could have ever come to Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean Ken Rosenthal fired because he was speaking yeah, out against him. Crazy. Which now did you see the Athletic uh, was purchased by the New York Times, which is where Ken Rosenthal works. He works for the Athletic. Yeah, well, now it's the New York Times athletic. Yeah, it sounds about right. It's like $355 million, I think they bought it for or something. Um, or $35 million, something. I'm going to look that up because it's a big... I know it's got a... You know what I was... Oh, wa- you know what I $550 just $550 million. Jesus Christ. You know what I just wondered? How huh? How is the commissioner hired? Who hires the commissioner? The, the owners, president? I think. Oh, really? It's like a... Uh, yeah, I believe it's a. Uh, well, the whole the whole position of commissioner was created. When do you remember? We had a little talk about this during an old podcast. When was the position, and why was the position created? Uh, I'll give you a clue. Just, it's all about. I always use the word that MLB is so obsessed with this word, and it's the word integrity. Mm, uh, after it the, was because uh, something damaged the, the integrity of. The yeah, game. yeah, yeah. It was had to have been after the the White Sox scandal. Very good. Nineteen nineteen was when the commissioner's position was created. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah and it, I believe it was the owners coming together. And yeah. Well, guess what? One. You want to hate a lot of people want to hate the owners. That's a good reason to hate them. If they looked at this guy and their and their judgment of his character was that <laughs> he's good for the integrity of the game, you got it way wrong. Right. You got All it owners- fucking way wrong. You know, you could say then, do the owners pick their commissioner the same way that the Yankees pick their manager, where it's kind of Probably. like a puppet almost, where they can have a guy. It seems that way because Probably. he certainly has been Major League Baseball's puppet. You're going to fire a guy. You're going to get a guy fired that was outwardly speaking against you. Then, I mean, come on, dude. Do you think the Braves use that whole all-star game thing? Because remember how bad they were in the first half? Do you think they use that as like, look, we need to fucking do something for this city. And we're going to... Yeah. And the only way to, to make this up is to fucking say fuck you to to Manfred and make it to the World Series so that this city can not only make back that money, but probably threefold at that point. Do you think well, that was motivation? Yeah, well, absolutely. And what would have been great is they were a game away from winning in Atlanta. And when that you know when you great. win, the oh, commissioner it. presents the commissioner's trophy. He would have gotten, but they they ended up winning on the road. I actually remember in that later. moment praying that they would win it at home, just for that. Yeah, just for that. That'd have been like a Roger Goodell moment, where whenever that guy speaks in front of a crowd, he just gets booed. 
Yeah, like at the draft or so. Wait, who did they? Who did they beat? The Astros? Yeah, right. Astros. Yeah, Astros. Yeah, yeah Astros. Yeah, yeah. Kind of remember McCullers pitching. Yeah, Astros. having a good game. Who cares? It wasn't the Yankees. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's really all I got. I don't. There's look. It's a fucking lockout. We got to get creative. We got to talk about shit that maybe people don't even want to talk about. But uh, yeah, I mean, follow if if you're on Twitter, follow us at myyst underscore podcast. Follow uh, at myy news TV. Um, what's your what's your fucking handle? You change your name all the time on there. I think you're at stack guy right underscore myst i'm at chris yeah, jr yes. underscore OST. it's all you're watching this it's all right there yeah it's all right there at christian here, MIST. it's over here. there it's over there um all right so that's it for me if you got anything anything left no i think i think they'll have a i think they'll hire an assistant hitting coach by next week yeah so i, I, I really hope they do little it's little news it's imperative it's imperative yeah, get it that over with hire you, someone you hire an assistant hitting coach because he will take you to the promised land I promise. Yeah, absolutely. You can't win a World Series without a good assistant hitting coach. Absolutely. And the assistant to the assistant hitting coach is <laughs> a phenomenal job as well. And I will be taking the assistant to the assistant <laughs> hitting coach job. All, all right, right. So thanks for listening to episode 264. Be sure to tune in to all the other shows on this network. If you're listening to us, head over to YouTube, MYY News TV. Subscribe, like, all that good shit. And we'll be back next week. SGR. Go Yanks. Chris. Chris. Say goodbye. You did it. I'll let you do it. N-Y-Y-S-T. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Swinging for the fences. Knock it out the park. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Christian and Chris. Of course, SGR. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Call me New York. Yankee Sports Talk, record, rain or shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas.